What's up, everybody? It's Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, and as you guessed it, I'm still trapped, still locked in this motherfucking closet. Hey, Ryan, how's the apocalypse treating you, man? Oh, I have gone Mad Max, my dude. I have uh, sourced my own dune buggy. I've got a welder. I don't know how to weld. <laughs> Fuck it. But just, you know, it's got to be easier than it looks, right? Are you, are you going to be like the blacksmith in the new village? Is that is that your plan? I think I'll start at blacksmith, but I'm really going to try to work my way up uh, in the ranks. Even though everybody needs a blacksmith in an apocalypse, I think. <laughs> yeah, I busted, I busted out the uh, the gloves and the face mask and ventured out into the wasteland called Walmart today. <laughs> that was it. That, that was a surreal experience. You know, to me, as ever since things started, it's like I played a lot of Fallout. <laughs> oh yeah, so I, I I'm, I'm ready. I, I'm I'm looking for cats and Sims everywhere <laughs> I go. <laughs> well, for today, guys, we have Robert. Robert Hahn from Overt Enemy. Yeah, down in uh, McAllen, Texas, by the, by the border. Man, so I'm I'm happy to call you because I'm literally trying to call everybody uh, across the state to kind of get a a full circle of our local musicians and business owners and anybody in the in the in the music community how they're being affected in their location because I just got off the phone with Saul of headquarters film production. He's here, you know, just down the road from me, but he was speaking to how his family and friends back in El Paso are getting the news and the stuff that they're seeing. And he said, man, it's, it is completely different in their town compared to ours. So, so I'm locked in my closet. I'm not really locked in here, but how are you doing personally? Um, as far as like, abiding by the quarantine standards, um, so on and so forth. And how have you been affected, I guess, uh, business-wise or financially? And like I said, you don't have to mention who you work for, but most people that would talk to you today um, are just saying kind of what they do so people can get an essence of the industry that you're in and how it's being affected. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I am very, very blessed, fortunate, whatever, lucky, whatever you want to call it. Um, I work for one of the three big... Uh, wireless company. I work for now T-Mobile. I was Sprint and we just got merged. Yeah, merged together. out, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, I'm going through a corporate merger as this pandemic thing is happening. Oh, which is just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a it's very interesting timing and everything. But uh, I, I'm I've been in outside sales with the company for going to be 16 years this year. Holy! And so congratulations. Um, I, I work from home already oh damn okay uh, i i have i have a huge territory and normally what i would do is uh, i support the government sector and in school districts and so damn so you actually normally, probably got a boost in business it's been a little crazy yeah man because you know we we've been talking about you know the digital divide and having the tools to be able to communicate and I'm actually on our emergency response team on the ERT reservist. And so I help respond to like hurricanes and I'm out talking with customers about continuity of operations and how they can be prepared and how they can use technology to do, do so. Cause that's what, as you know, continuity of operations is all about, you know, if your business was destroyed or if you had to up and move, how do you keep going? How do you do what you need to do? How do you serve your customers? How do you serve your community? Uh, without, you know, any disruption, right? Man, so, so normal you're, operations. So you are probably one of the best persons to talk to right now, or best people to talk to right now, as far as like how the effect of all of this, because it sounds like you have like almost like a fallout plan, according to, uh, unless I'm hearing it wrong. Well, I, said, I, I play a lot of Fallout. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, but but no, the, the reality of it is like, you know, we, my entire company, we have 
well, I don't even know how many now since we've merged, but talking just about Sprint, right? We had like 50,000 employees and most of us were equipped with tools that we needed to work from anywhere. We were called work anywhere employees. So okay. we all have a cell phone and a laptop and a tablet and a hotspot and VPN tools and, you know, unified communication software and everything that we need to do so that, you know, I can literally be anywhere and I never have to go into an office. So I can be out in the field and I can meet with customers and I can do what I need to do. So to me, from a, um, from a work perspective, this isn't that different. I mean, my kid, my wife is a stay at home mom, got twin boys, uh, one of whom has special needs. He's autistic. Uh, you know, that's been a little bit of a challenge, but at the same time, it's not really because it's more like it's the summer. It, this okay. feels exactly like it does in like June, July, August. When I'm here, I'm working from home. My kids are fighting with each other in the other room. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, keep it down. I'm on a conference call. You know what I mean? So it's not that different. The, the, the big, I guess the big paradigm shift is like, you know, I, we can't take them out anywhere. Like we can't right. go to Chuck E. Cheese or Peter Piper, or go do, go take them to the movies or do any of those normal type of activities. Or hell, even to the park. Do, or, or, or no, or, or even the, the store, like my wife used to just, you know, I'd say, you know what, Hey, I need to have absolute silence in this house. Can you take them to target, buy them something? I don't <laughs> care. Just, you know, like, like low key, walk, get the fuck go, out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go, go, meander, go meander around and do some therapy or something like that. And you can't do that now. Right. So, right. you know, that, that's, that, that's a bit of a change, but as far as, you know, the impact to, you know, my household, you know, personally and everything like that, we're very, very fortunate in that, you know, I ha- I've got a job. My company is prepared for this because it's what we do. And so, you know, I've been uh, working probably 12-hour days for about four weeks because, I mean, dude, people are calling me on the weekend, you know, schools and right. stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's pretty intense. So, um you know, it's kind of like you tell people for a long time, hey, you need to use these tools. You need to get prepared, this, that, or the other. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, everybody's Bam. like, hey, hey, can you send me these and can you have them here tomorrow? And we're like, no. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry. Yeah, like, I'm online right now trying to find another webcam because I'm setting up my home studio because I want to be able to, once, once like things normalize and I can have my bandmates back over and stuff. Like, I really want to start doing some more podcasting, like what you guys do and that kind of thing. Dude, you can't find a webcam anywhere right now. What? Yeah. Go online right now to Amazon and try to, like, buy a webcam. You oh, because they've, they've, they've shifted because their shipments. Well, no, because everybody bought all the webcams, just like oh, they bought fuck. all the toilet paper. That would make sense. Yeah, because okay. everybody's working from home. They're using Zoom meeting and, you know, they're using all other conferencing tools like Skype and stuff like that. So all the webcams are gone. Yeah, I man, find I did not even think yeah. about that. But I, if I were to mention anything right now, as far as for anybody listening that wants to start their own podcast, I say, A, fucking do it because that's one way that you can express, you know, your world through your eyes and, 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 you know, form a community and all that fun stuff. Even though podcasting is, I mean, God damn, I know so many people that podcast now. I'm happy that I started, you know, me and Chris started this, you know, five, four and a half years ago, five and a half years ago, which even then podcasting was still pretty relevant, but over the years and with technology improvements, all you need is a fucking cell phone. That's it. You can, you have the power in your hand, in your cell phone to start, run, operate your own podcast, your own vlog, your own YouTube channel. Like it's so wild. It is wild. But as far as you yeah, get, and, you get, and, and, and then you got those, those people like me that want to be all extra and have like <laughs> four cameras going. No, no, no. That's, that's, <laughs> you, that that's, is literally uh, me and Chris because I know yeah. <laughs> because I, I watch your, your podcast and I'm like, okay, I'm not even listening half the time. I'm watching what you guys are doing. Like, I'm like, okay, what cable front is a what? <laughs> no, yeah. And that's, and, uh, and, and one day here soon, uh, Chris and I are going to do uh, a gear review, but a rig rundown. That'd yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like we did with Paula, uh, maybe a month, a month or so ago. 
Uh, but basically, the way that we run our setup through trial and error, and I've got about $1,000 worth of gear that I don't even use because it was all error through the trials, but still usable. But what I'm running right now is a Roadcaster Pro. It's $600, $650 uh, through Amazon or B&H. I'm not affiliated with anybody. I'm not a paid sponsor or a paid uh, ambassador. I'm just telling you what I use. Disclaimer. It, yeah, yeah, straight up. Just here's here's the disclaimer. Because there's always there's always that dick that's like, oh, you're just plugging this. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I will tell you. Trust me. I reached out to Road and asked for a sponsorship, and they were like, uh, no. So uh, go pound sand, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I run a Roadcaster Pro. I've got eight sample pads. You can have up to sixty-four sample pads depending on the project. I've got four inputs, but right now I'm just running one, just the microphone, and I am Bluetooth from my phone into the Roadcaster. And the reason that I sound really good is because I got an SM58. Normally, I have a Rode pod mic, which is comparable to a SM7B, but on a budget. And that's why I sound a little bit more clear than Robert does, because we're just talking. I'm assuming you're on your phone, right? Yeah, I've just got a headset plugged yeah, in my iPhone. So, and, the, and then the way that we do the multicam switching is through the Sling Studio, which a lot of people are kind of hating on that, uh, just because they don't have any real good customer support after the fact. Um, I haven't, yeah, I haven't had anything personally happen to me with my uh, unit yet. But what I'm really looking into, I think Robert, you might want to look into this, is called the Blackmagic ATEM Mini Pro. ATEM Mini Pro. Again, I'm not sponsored by anybody. I really wish I fucking was. And if anybody knows fucking Blackmagic that want, looking for sponsorships, holler at me. I'm fucking, mm. I would love to get a sponsorship from those guys. But the ATM Mini does exactly what the Sling Studio does, but it is hardwired versus wireless. And I know there's a couple... Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a handful of similarities and a couple differences, but I am personally looking into getting an ATM Mini Pro for the podcast studio mm. because everything... I'm looking be, at it. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm looking at it right now. Look at that yeah. and love it. But... That's... that's simple design yeah yeah so what i'm finding is uh so how going back to like how this is impacting right me right in my world let's and get what's back going on topic on, right? here <laughs> so, uh, yeah that's the segue see so um so work-wise things are cool you know uh um no big deal there uh home-wise things are cool kids are a little uh i was actually <laughs> telling my kids earlier they're, they're eight right and i'm like dude you guys have no excuse to be bored at all. You have like a thousand toys. You've got every game yes. system ever. Cause I'm like 38 and I'm a gamer. And so we've got like, you know, NES classic, SNES classic, PS2, PS3, PS4, uh, you, Xbox. You and my wife would get a like, my yeah, wife. Like, like, like everything, man. There's like hundreds of games that I never even have time to play and all this stuff. Uh, you know, they can go play outside, you know, and all this. And they're like, I'm bored. Like, really? You need to go. Here's a spoon. Go dig in the yard. Just for a while. slap them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, but, um, I remember real quick before I forget. I remember when I was a kid, I was 12. I don't, maybe I'm just making up that number, but I was in the 12 year old range and I'm from North Carolina. And when we moved out of our, uh, single wide trailer when I was, yeah, that's right. Cause I was 12. We moved out of the single wide into our double wide, which got bricks underneath hey. it. So now it's a fucking house. Nice. Um, we had this massive stone that the bulldozer had unearthed. And my dad, I remember telling me, he was like, hey, son, let me show you this real quick. And showed me that there was quartz inside of it. And whenever I was bored, I'd go out with a hammer and a flat tip screwdriver or a chisel and beat <laughs> the shit out of that rock to unearth some quartz. That's what I did as a kid. And I'm 36. All right. So yeah. I'm pretty sure you can kind of get on my, yeah. you know, we can I, agree. Yeah, yeah. I grew up to, in the desert, man. <laughs> bro, today, today's yeah. kids are so fucking spoiled. And I, you know, I've got a almost 16 year old here in a couple of days and a seven and a, and a just turned seven year old that lives with me. And it is mind boggling. And I really tried to take, to take a step away from my phone and my social life to actually really connect with my kid, whether it's coloring in chalk or flying a kite or playing ladder ball or something in the backyard, but it's wild. Like we grew up back in the day where it was okay to go out with your friends for like fucking eight hours past mid past dark and then come home. Dude, and I told my kids the, uh, the other day we're riding bikes, right? And they're still on training goals. And I, was, I was telling them, I was like, that's one cool thing, at least during this whole 
quarantine stuff or whatever is like, okay, I can, we can still go out and like ride around the neighborhood. And right. It's not like this. It's not like the stand or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. You, you better uh, have plastic over your windows and don't breathe the air. And stuff like that. So I told him, I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I, I was like 10 years old. I used to ride all over town by myself. Fuck yeah. And, and <laughs> it's it like, mommy ain't going to let that happen. No way. No, not, my wife is awesome. Not today. But yeah. She, she's like, nope. <laughs> but you know, I, I feel that's not, that's not happening. I, I I feel I feel like today's youth and God damn Robert, we're fucking old when we can say that. But to you know today's younger generation just is not getting a full it's, dose it's, of being a kid. I don't know. It might now. We'll see what happens. You, you know what? All it's going to take is the internet to go up. Oh, you shut and, the internet and, down and fucking the world <laughs> will burn. Things are going to catch on fire. <laughs> the yeah. world will fucking burn, man. Like, And it'll be our kids. Yeah. Our kids will have all the fucking gasoline matches. <laughs> they don't know what to do with themselves, yeah. They'll be like, what? Yeah, I, can't, I can't fucking, I can't Snapchat my friend and check on my Instagram hero and my... Da, 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 da. Like, the parents are going to be, my kids are driving me crazy. But you know, but you know what? <laughs> you know what, what will ruin the world is, is mm. the lack of, the lack of access to porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, hopefully that's not a problem for the kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let, <laughs> Okay, I can <laughs> see. I can see where I fucked that up. <laughs> I can really see where I fucked that up. Uh, I'm not talking about child pornography because that's fucking illegal, gross, and you should be burned at the stake for that. Uh, Disclaimer: The views expressed on the Austin <laughs> Texas Metal Podcast yeah, just. are not the views of their sponsors or guests. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you so know anyway. what? I've got a cup of crown in front of me, so but that's that's just an hey. excuse. Um, but no, seriously, it, it, it is crazy what is happening in in today's world because the last time that the economy and and America got really fucked back in 08, I was actually overseas contracting and it did not affect me at all. I was making six figures. Yeah, it didn't it, it didn't uh, it impact down here in the in the in the valley in, in the RGB. We're one of the most economically disadvantaged areas of the country. Okay. So there's a lot of there's a lot of poor folks down here. The economic downturn didn't have that big of an impact overall. And I think that and I'm talking like back then in in 08 and and part of that too, we were shielded a little bit because of um because of NAFTA and the maquiladoras that we have here, which are the the factories in Mexico, they're just across the border. Okay. Right. So instead of somebody manufacturing in China, they'd set up in like Reynosa or Montemoros or whatever. And, you know, there was a whole program in, in and around that and everything. This was before all the cartel shit got all crazy. And like, you know, it, it, you know, you can't like go hang out over there anymore. Right. Which sucks balls. But anyway, so to your point, yeah, I mean, like I felt it in my 401k, you know, in my retirement, you know, my, I got gutted. Uh, you Oof. know, there, but, uh, and same now, right. I'm like, shit, I'm going to have to work till I'm like 80 years old or something. Yeah. But, because yeah, whatever I've been, I've been following, um, I mean, everybody knows that I'm, I'm, I'm not, oh Lord, I'm not as political, politically engaged as Chris is. Chris digs a little bit deeper than I do, but I do appreciate him getting me into the politics realm because to me, dude, politics is like the best daytime drama fucking ever and oh yeah and once i and once i caught wind and started reading the articles that uh some certain senators like uh mr burr from my home state of north carolina uh some lady named miss loffler from georgia even diane feinstein uh she sold off some stocks um oh yeah they're all corrupt as hell man yeah like i was i was welcome to the party pal they're all the same they're all on the same team regardless of what it's, color jersey they wear. Yeah, it's like, man, these people are, yeah. are in positions of power. And I will say this, I will say this, a handful of the ones that, that got named in the stock dump, they are in what are called blind trusts. So they don't, they just put money in and they say, you have they a know. fiduciary. Bullshit. Hey, I'm they an optimist. Know. I'm an optimist. They, they tell their guy. They nah. might've shot, they might've shot a text message. Nah. like, hey, Hey, you might want to rebalance the portfolio. 
<laughs> dump everything that I have in airlines right put, now. Put, yeah, put, yeah, put all my airline money into biotech and the 3M stock. Yeah. Because masks and, and uh, vaccines are going to be big. Yeah. Um, Nod, nah, bro. That's why we need term limits, man. Oof, okay. I was listening to the, I was listening <laughs> to Joe. No, I'm serious. I was listening to the Joe Rogan experience earlier, like uh, the episode that I think was aired yesterday. We're officially friends. And they were, yeah. And they, oh, I love that show, man. And, and he had this mathematician on um, Eric uh, Weinberg or something oh, like that. Shit. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Anyway, riveting. This is what I was listening to today as I was combing through the wasteland that is Walmart, wearing my cool Star Wars mask that my wife made. I fucking hope so. And so I was listening to this and, and they were talking about, you know, about how, you know, everybody that's like running for president is super fucking old, man. That is true. They're all, they call them like, it wasn't centennials, or but anyway, they're just all like old as hell. And they're not representative. Like everybody that's running for president was born like in 1940 something. That down. Yeah. I would, I would agree with Isn't that. Isn't that crazy? I, so, you know, I'm uh, a, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a, it's kind of like one of those double-edged swords things. Like, like I want people that have experience. Like for example, I never went to college. I've never, I'm a mechanic by trade and I uh, have been working for a car company for seven and a half years. And I work with people that actually, well, shit, where was I going with this? God damn it. I looked at my phone and then I completely blanked. We were talking about old old people being in charge of everything, and it's unnecessary. Because I'm not. I, this isn't saying anything bad about the older generation or anything like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Experience. I'm just, I'm just saying we need. I'm just saying we need term limits because there's a difference between experience and people like. Right. You know. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I, I totally. People that have been in office for like decades. I totally went off the fucking rails there. So yeah. So yeah. I have a lot of experience in the field that I do but that does not mean that I am an expert or know exactly what needs to be done at that certain point in time. So same, I know it's, it's a rough analogy, but same for, you know, Congress people about, about every 10 years, demographic shifts a, because yeah. people get from their teens to their twenties and then people from their seventies and on or sixties and on die. So boomers die millennials graduate to not millennials and to you know actual adults and then they can move the needle forward and forward like for example just i think they're still millennials yeah just to, for example just aoc i know, I know she's i know <laughs> she's 29 30 she is a progressive you know she's moving the progressive needle and then there's other people on the other side of the fence for the Republicans. Um, I think his name's Dan. Uh, oh, fuck. I forget his name. He's got the eye patch. He was a veteran. Oh, fuck. But he's a new face to the GOP. And you can see... Got an eye patch? That's cool. Oh, yeah. He's, like he's, a pirate. Yeah, he's definitely got an eye patch. Uh, he, get, he got made nice. fun of on SNL. They did a parody and he didn't quite like it. Uh, I forget the whole rundown. Uh, poor guy. But but anyway... Not cool. I thought people were supposed to be like enlightened about that now. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. You would think, but there's still some people with sticks up their butts. <laughs> but let's, you know, we've kind of, we've kind of rambled on. Let's get, let, let's talk about Overt Enemy. How is Overt Enemy doing? Oh, well, well, actually this is, that's a, that's a, that's a really good segue because we're writing a new album right now. We had some shows planned and stuff like that, like everybody else. And, you know, that's all on hold and everything, which kind of sucks, but we're writing right now. And you, the best thrash metal came out of the eighties, right? Cause you yeah. had, the Cold War, you had, you know, crazy politicians doing their thing. You had, you know, world events, man, right? Yeah. So we're living in very interesting, very uh, crazy times. There's a lot of different perspectives on what the truth really is and the nature of reality and all of those kinds of things. And all of that is great fodder for good metal. I can agree right? to that. Hell yeah. I know. So, first... we, we have no shortage of interesting topics write about no not at all uh, god damn Oof. the amount of music that should be written you know rage against the machine style is is off the charts right now and then when you like you said when you you know back in the 80s i am probably one of the worst people to speak on metal from the 80s just because i wasn't or i guess i'm not currently 
you know, like I don't draw from the 80s or the 90s metal. I'm more of a today's kind of guy, like past decade, little little decade plus. So whenever, like I know that Overt Enemy, like you guys fucking slay. You you guys, I I could I could see the old metalheads definitely gravitating towards Overt Enemy. A- am I wrong in saying that? No, not at all. Uh, and I that's high praise, and I definitely sincerely appreciate that. Yeah, our our our, our demographics because we know who our fans are uh, tend to range about twenty five to forty. So okay. uh, we we kind of skew right in the middle. So the people that are like our age are the people that are, are really checking us out and, and digging what we're doing. Cause, um, you know, we, we do have kind of that classic sound, but we're trying to do it in more of a modern way. And, um, you, you're going to be really surprised with the new, the new stuff that's coming out. Cause it doesn't all sound like, uh, you know, like we wear our influences on our sleeve, right? You know, we love players, right. but the new stuff doesn't sound like Slayer. Okay. But not not in a bad way. Like if you're if you're a fan, you're not going to be like, oh well, what the hell is that? You're going to be like, oh, okay. like, <laughs> oh, that's this is like the Sepultura slide of their mini weed, or you know, that's got a little bit of you know this other influence or you know whatnot in the in the mix, so to speak. Ooh, so, ooh, yeah, little call out there. I got you. Yeah, so it's it's, it's going to be good. There's there's a uh, word. I think we've got. I don't know, like an hour's worth of like demo ideas I think that we've put together. And then, and then of that, I think we've got like a couple tunes that are structured about 80% of the way where we're like, yeah, that's definitely a song that is going to be, because it's like a funnel, you know, you start putting ideas in and then you generally the stuff that is like, Hey, that's a really cool idea. Like we'll just grab somebody or grab the band right away. And then you want to try to flesh that idea out as much as you can. And, um, what we, we, we do is we call it uh, train wrecking it. (laughs) So, so what, what we'll do, cause we've all been playing together in bands for a long time, you know, with each other and with other stuff. And so what we'll do is, you know, somebody will have like a good idea for riff and we're like, okay, let's, Play it, let's loop it, right? And this is granted if we can all get together in person. Okay. So, uh, you know, be like, hey, I got this idea, check it out. Boom, we'll start playing it. Okay. And then, like, everybody else will kind of learn the part. And and then we'll kind of just make it expand and expand and expand, right? And kind of wear it out and punch holes in it and try different things and and whatnot. And then um, we'll train wreck it. Like, in other words, we... Once we get it to a certain place, we play, like, let's say we do an ad hoc song arrangement, right? Okay. And so we're like, okay, we have, like, a cool intro in here. We got, like, a verse. It sounds like a bridge. And, okay, and now let's play that all together, right? And so then we'll play it all together until, and until it sucks, which is the train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then... And, you and, just you just hear all the all the all the cars just piling up just Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much it's like everything's going along fine and then you know, somebody veers off and gets the embankment, you know, and the next thing you know, everybody else is like, Oh, what happened? And it's you know, everything you know, we're all dead. So um, <laughs> yeah. We're all dead. That that's how that's how that's how the sausage gets made, you know, pretty much. Um, you gotta mix it up. Yeah, but right now it really sucks because we're one of those like pretty rigorous you know bands like we try to rehearse in person with each other twice a week like clockwork uh, okay. to what, uh in addition to whatever we're doing on our own uh, which really really helps because we, we only gig maybe like once or twice a month right so the rest of the time you know it's, it's we do full-on rehearsals writing and we, we might have one practice for two hours working on like one song right and then the next one is, hey, no, we're going to run our entire set twice, you know, or something like that. Like we're playing a live show. So not being able to do any of that right now is a giant drag. And uh, that does suck. And we all miss each other terribly. But we're, we've been doing video conferencing and, you know, all of that stuff and communicating pretty much daily or every other day. Working on some other things, you know, got some new 
new art for some new t-shirts that we're going to come out with and stuff and put them out online because you know we can't go play shows to make money so right <laughs> we're we're also a t-shirt company uh as every other band is right i think yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. said that like he's a professional t-shirt so, exactly you know so we're doing that and uh we we're working on another lyric video we just put out the lyric video for blood god blood and, god uh, blood god so we just put that out that got premiered on metal injection which was sweet yeah you know we're just keep keeping doing what we're doing and hopefully this thing doesn't last too long um you know i'm the i'm the nerd tech technology guy in the band so i've been trying to figure out okay how can we collaborate remotely how could we do one of these live stream things where we're all playing together uh and that way we can engage our audience and what i'm finding is that the tools now really suck in 2020 even for doing that because of latency yep so that's that's a big drag like if we all got together in a room we can do Facebook Live, no problem. No problem. Or YouTube Live or Twitch or whatever. That distance, social distancing thing is is bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, comes, you you social distancing, you're fucking up my guitar solo. Let's get yeah, this well, fixed. Yeah, it's, it's we're, we're like you know off by you know four beats or whatever. <laughs> and it's through no fault of our own. Right? You tell you tell the drummer so, to slow down, but you tell everybody to play like one or two BPM faster just so it all sinks. Yeah, <laughs> no, we, we, we're not capable of such wonders. So, uh, uh, you guys you know, are we're, great. We're it out. Yeah. I discovered a, a new plat or a platform that's uh, called Jan Kazam, which is the dumbest name I've ever heard for something, but, but you'll remember. Uh, yeah. Uh, and again, this is not an endorsement of Jam Kazam. Uh, <laughs> Disclaimer here. Uh, yeah, but but it, it's kind of cool. Actually, it's free, and you go and you sign up, and then you know it has some software in it. You install a client on your computer, and then it sees what interface you have, and you know stuff like that. And so, um, I was able to actually play with our producer Josh Lopez from Widowmaker Studios and Immortal Guardian. And sorry, we, uh, no, it's cool. I like the air horn. We fired it up the other day and I threw on a backing track, a wave file. I put it into the software, um, online and actually it was blood God. (laughs) (laughs) That'll never get old. I know. Right. It's like, it's, it's branded that way. So anyway, uh, (laughs) what's up? It was, yeah, it was like a thing that you guys did on the podcast. Uh, full credit um, has so anyway, to go to Christopher Crow. He <laughs> he is the one that that, that coined Blood Gwad. Uh That's a G A W D. Maybe two A's and a yeah. W. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think it's like a little stretched out. Stuff. Yeah, but uh, if you guys have, um, if for everybody listening, go check out Overt Enemy Blood God G O D. It brings it it's on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube.com slash Overt Enemy is where you find all there that. There it is, stuff. but. But anyway, yes, the Jam Kazam, man, apparently zero or very low latency uh, rehearsal, man, online. I'm pretty geeked out about it. And the funny thing is, is we threw, uh, you can do like an open session. So anybody else on the platform that's kind of like cruising through, they can see like an open session and just join in. Okay. Which was, so we had some random dude from Ontario join in and it said drums we're like dude you play drums awesome play oh wait this is a oh i thought you meant just chime in like like as far as like your members could jump on not just an oh you meant like an open session like open to the public session yeah yeah open to the public like they have a closed one and then they have like an open one and so we just josh and i were just testing it out uh because we had i had like a few minutes i had to go barbecue and stuff for the family yesterday and I was like, dude, you know what? You got time. I got time. Let's spend 15 minutes. And let's let's try it. Because he finally got online on his end to do it. And so he had his acoustic guitar. I had my electric guitar. And uh, we're not in the same place. You know, he's across town. Right. And then this other guy chimed in uh, or jumped into the session with a V drum kit in, like, in Canada. And uh, and it was all right. You know, it was it was not bad. It was a little laggy on his end, but I think it was because he was in Canada and he was on Wi-Fi. Okay. Know? So, 
moral of the story, you're going to stream. You want to do that with Ethernet. You want to do that with a, with a Cat five, a Cat five E, a six, or a seven. That's right. Yeah, you don't 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 be a noob. I am. I'm literally. I'm, uh, since I'm locked in my closet, uh, I decided to see if I could live stream from here the other day. Well, not the other day, maybe like a week or so ago. Uh, <laughs> you went in the closet and you're going live. That's funny. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, so so <laughs> I ran my 50 or 75 foot fucking coax from my router because my wife, my wife, won't allow me to punch a hole through the wall uh, to run my Cat Five connection in Why here. Why not? I cause it's it's well, why wouldn't you? It's my house and I can't do shit except right? just take a shower. I know, yeah, I could I couldn't hang the speakers up in my house. <laughs> I was like, you're not you're not hanging that surround sound up with a sound bar. She's like, put I that like, down. Uh, yeah, I, I've got two sound so bars. So we got house. a fifteen hundred dollar sound bar. <laughs> you're yeah, you're like yeah, I could have hung eighty dollars like, speakers. Yeah, I got a good one. Uh, yeah, anyway. But yeah, so um, it, it, it's just. It, I know that, like at the house, when I went to, uh, I think I went to Fry's. It's a local electronic store, and I said I walked up to the guy. And actually, when I was overseas uh, in Afghanistan, I was a satellite and modem installer. Basically, I was your kind of sort of IT guy for the company I worked for. Yeah. And okay. I would get modems sent to me from United Kingdom that worked off of HughesNet. And for those that don't yeah. know HughesNet, it's literally just like it, it's broadband internet for rural rural communities. Yeah, but it sucks because you only get like a three meg connection. Yeah, so I didn't know that yeah. at the time, and I was trying to do like, oh, maybe I can do this IT thing or whatever. So I bought like CompTIA and like network security and shit, and never felt it's actually still upstairs in my fucking craft room. So well, <laughs> yeah, so what I did was overseas. I is, have one too. In in Bagram, Afghanistan, where we were based at, I would receive modems. We had a satellite link already set up. I would program the modem for that base just to make sure that it worked. Then I would grab the GPS coordinates within one kilometer of where the base was, send it to them. They would do it on a, a what was called Cipernet. So they would program. Yeah, world's ending. Yeah, cool. it's on fire. Why not? So they would send over the the. I guess, configuration for the modem to be programmed at that location within one kilometer. I would then ship the source down. I would go down with it and then set it up and basically set up a home area network uh, with landlines everywhere. But then I would have to build the Cat5 cable from scratch. So I really, like, it's crazy the amount of things that you pick up in your life just that that also have crossover in your current life. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, so and you did, and you literally just bored everybody to death with technical. God, stuff I'm so sorry. Here, let me about. let me hit a. I, <laughs> I don't now know me, what, I'm sitting over here. I'm I'm taking notes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a I got a fart noise. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but no, so so to go live in my house, I have to run a 75 foot Cat five cable into my closet, into the Sling Studio, into the road, road into the Sling Studio, into my computer, and bam. Have you thought about trying one of those those power line uh, Ethernet deals? Oh, that runs through the electrical outlets. That's the technical term. It's the power line Ethernet deal. Yeah, no, it's a it's a uh, network adapter that turns that uses your home wiring. Because that would be amazing because I have a fucking, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six, six port surge protector with, uh, I forget the type of device at the bottom, maybe a power adapter or something. So I I, I, I have that, or I, ha- I have a couple of those actually, probably utilize them if you needed to. I will tell you the answer and the cure to your situation. Tell Are you me. ready? Tell me. Okay. Now, I am not endorsed by this company. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but I, but for it, uh, anybody that um, struggles with shitty Wi-Fi, the struggle is real, right? You get to the edge of your oh, Wi-Fi coverage and it drops pu- off. You push like that, the limits like and it slaps you yeah. in the face. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'll tell you about my house. So I have a two-story house and it was built by idiots. Um, <laughs> and the, the idiots that built my home they put the access to IT-related things. My house is uh, wired for, it's got like Cat5 uh, wiring in like the bedrooms and stuff. Okay. Of course, not in the living room where you'd hook up your TV and your PlayStation. Oh, of course like not. Like a human being 
would would do a cat five drop in there but i think my house was built before that was a thing so they like, get passed but oh five yeah yeah or i think it was built in like a one or something like that okay the master bedroom or the master bathroom is in like the far the second story far left corner of the house okay so like imagine a square you're looking at it from the top and it's like the far left corner and then there's the master bedroom closet and that's where the the guts are for you know all of the cable and everything everything runs up in, into there so all, that's like the all, it closet all the, right all the not okay. sexy stuff all, 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 it, yeah exactly that's like my knock man so anyway that's where the cable router goes okay now as you if you think about it that's like the fucking worst place in the world to have your wi-fi router at because it's off like to the farthest corner away from the whole rest of the house. So like my neighbor get, would get bitching signal like halfway on the <laughs> yard, right? But and I, and and it was okay. And then where my studio is at, um, I have like we have like a, a two car garage and then like an extended like a third garage bay, right? And so I took that over when when we when we bought the house. And so my studio and where my computer where I'm sitting at right now is in is the exact opposite corner the farthest it could possibly be from where that that router's at so long story long i bought a netgear orby okay these things are like 400 bucks what you say i think or- i paid an orby orby o-r-b-i yeah i bought, I bought a netgear orby a couple years ago when they first came out and it's a wi-fi mesh system and the way that it works is you know how your router broadcasts 2.5 and 5 gigahertz signals, right? Yes, sir. So this one broadcasts 2.5 and then it broadcasts two 5 gigahertz signals. Okay. okay? One, one of them is your normal uh, network that you can access and the other one is to backhaul its own satellite. So it has uh, these, it looks like a little... Um, like a like a fucking air freshener, man. Like it's like a white <laughs> kind of <laughs> shit you hang from your rearview mirror. Uh, no, 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 not, not not like that. No, I'm talking about like the ones they have. No, you know, like for your house. Yeah, but it, it looks kind of like one of those things, right? So anyway, uh, and it's got Ethernet ports on the back of it, and it's got a power cable. You know, you so I plug it into the cable modem upstairs. Is the 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 main one, and then I took. Uh, one and it's down behind the TV, and uh, where my PlayStation and the, the smart TV is, and all that good stuff. And then I have the third one here, right next to my computer, where in my recording studio. And okay. I get 110 meg download speeds, dead on balls with like 11 meg up with no jitter, ultra low latency. That's really good. Everywhere, and and and, and it. And it sees this as a hardwired connection, so it back it's back calling itself. And and by the way, I can walk like half a block away to the to the stop sign at the end of the road here in my neighborhood, and okay. I can still pick up my network out there because this other one is also broadca- is broadcasting that same signal. So I have this huge Wi-Fi bubble over my house, the yard, everywhere. Right. Just don't and give away your password see- online like Chris did. No, no, no. I have this ATX metal podcast on there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> free advertising. Thank you. Uh, but uh, uh, no, seriously, though, they're awesome. Dude. So if you were to get one of these Netgear Orbeez, okay, if you needed to go to, let's say, the closet, okay, you could take it in the closet with you as long as you got power, right? Maybe an extension cord or something plug it in in there and then it's got ethernet ports on the back and you can plug up, plug your computer right into it or whatever other gear you need to plug into your network and it will lock right in and backhaul itself to the main unit right next to your router and you it'll be just like you're plugged in to your router jesus robert we it's, it's fucking awesome we dude. have nerded the fuck out in 50 minutes <laughs> god damn it is, it is awesome 
We you went know it's not awesome. COVID nineteen. COVID. Yeah, I was about or to COVID-19. say we went we went from COVID nineteen to overt enemy to fucking router well, no, structure. Well, well. So why all this matters, right? This this is all this is all relevant because it's all relevant because it, yeah because you, you know people want to know okay how does this affect you how does it affect your band what's going on and this well, is what I'm techno- doing the te- yeah the technology aspect of all of this is really important very right? much so and and you know us just the simple fact of getting together as musicians to play music together. It's yeah, we could like record an idea and then fucking email or Dropbox the wave file to uh, somebody else in the band or whatever, or we could get on like Facebook Live or Messenger real quick, which we do. Like, hey, check out this riff. Can you guys hear it? Blah blah blah. Right, and you know whatever. But it's not a substitute for the interaction and the camaraderie and you know just the. No, what you, you get you, out of getting in a room with actual human beings. You, you know what I mean? You can't replace high fives and hugs. I'm sorry. You can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really true, man. And you know, beers and you know, all that good stuff. So, but you know, we're figuring it out, man. So, and hence my search for more webcams and discovering that there's no webcams to be, to buy. <laughs> you're, you're, and, and, yeah. And, and, and it's just, and so I found one, I found one on Best Buy and it's a Logitech stream cam plus 1080p 60 frames per second. And it's fucking USB C and I don't have a USB C port on the computer. Like, oh, <laughs> so I, I, have to, so I, I know epic fail. Right. So I have to order a, um, it was the only one, and I was like, "Sweet, this got great resolution." And I didn't look at the connection. Now you gotta get an adapter. I didn't look at it. So yeah, I got order an adapter from Amazon and wait like a week, you know, now for it to come in and stuff, or put a card in my computer. You know, that's the thing that people don't think about, right? Is like, okay, you know, you want to stream music for free, or you know, man, I don't want to pay a cover at a show, you know. The amount of bullshit that we have to go through as musicians to be able to do any of this oh, and get Lord. it recorded, it's fucking retarded. Like you do this, the, the podcast, right? And I mean, you just yeah. rattled off like two grand worth of gear, you know, or more that, that you've invested in to be able to do this thing because you like, you love to do it. You love know, it's, it. it's your passion and it's fun, right? You know, and so I'm trying to figure out the same thing. I'm like, God damn it, okay, what do we do? to be able to streamline our, our workflow and improve our writing process and things like that. And be able because in a, in, one would think, cause it's 2020 and it's the fucking future. Right. But, uh, one would think we'd all be able to all hop online and plug all our shit into a computer and be in like in a virtual room and be like, Oh, Hey, let's, you know, let's do it. Right. Like, nope. yeah, let's fucking doesn't jam. Work. Let's get it. Yeah. Fuck. It doesn't work like that. Um, and it's a drag, dude. You know, Back to the Future was like we're supposed to have hoverboards and shit by now. Yeah, you know, I can't even like play guitar with my. Well, we might with Jam Kazam. We got to see the jury's still out on that shit. But uh, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you right now, drop them an email and be like, hey, Overt Enemy is fucking doing some shit on your platform. Uh, slide us a sponsorship and we will push the shit out of it and we'll throw ATX with a <laughs> podcast in there and they'll push the shit out of it too right. to all 14 listeners and we'll get this going. <laughs> I know, right? We have massive reach. Oh, massive. massive. Like 14 it's people huge, in one huge. senior living center. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, though, this COVID thing, man, people people here are tripping. I don't know what it's like, you know, in Austin. Um, it's you know, it's we, a little fortunate. tense. Yeah, we're, we're, we're you guys are on. I, I'm assuming the same guidelines that we have, which is fucking stay home unless you're essential worker, and then you can go to the grocery store, or go for a jog or whatever. Correct. Just be don't be out after ten, otherwise we'll give right. you a citation. Right. Yeah. So I went to Walmart today, and I mean, you know, everybody there had, or most of the people had on masks which I thought was interesting and gloves and stuff, you know, which is smart. I mean, I had my mine too. And, you know, I went through our whole decontamination process when I got home, which was, you know, take off your clothes, throw them in the washing machine, don't touch anything, so hand sanitizer, and then go take a shower and all that. And, you know, all of our non-refrigerator groceries are 
we are in their decontamination period in the garage. <laughs> the boxes and stuff. Yeah, same. You know, I, I <laughs> yeah. call them and they're there in bags till tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because who the fuck knows? <laughs> you know I mean? so, yeah, it's like, I'm not sure uh, if tomorrow is going to come, but here's what I'll do today. Yeah, but uh, the it's it's surreal, man. You know, it, it is. It's really weird. Um, you know, people are still, you know, going out. I mean, I went to Whataburger after I went to Walmart, you know, no different than I mean, a normal you gotta treat Saturday. Yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, we went to, went to Whataburger, or I went to Whataburger, and then picked up some water and came home, you know. But it, it's just, you know, who's really getting fucked by all this, man, is all the small businesses. All the small businesses that are that that are not essential, like my friend Ramsey owns Kaboom Comics down here in McAllen. Okay, shout out to Kaboom Comics. Uh, they he had to close shop and tell his guys, sorry, you know, I've, I I got to furlough you guys or whatever, you know, because the city's like, ah, you don't need to be open. Yeah, there's this. That's there's fucking this, crazy. There's this whole you conversation know, that's happening online about um, the government overreach on right. our purse on our you know our civil liberties and like i said i i everybody knows that that i'm a political person now three and a half years ago before trump came in office i didn't know who the fucking secretary of state was like that's how uninformed i was and once well, I, I think now now with trump in office you don't even know who's in which in which cabinet god damn there's so there anyway. are so many fucking <laughs> acting directors and secretaries right. i want to throw up like it is with, with, sad and, and i'm not uh, i'm a, i'm a firmly independent person so i always i try to vote independent stuff because i want to be able to make fun of whoever i want to make fun of <laughs> um, you're like i just want to point fingers and laugh yeah, pretty much. Like it's because it's very entertaining, you know. I mean, I, I remember when when Bush was president and people were because you know, I, like I was a teenager during you know that don't really count. But I, I was in a I was a, a grown ass you know twenty year old man you know during nine eleven you know and all that stuff and, right you know during the Bush years. And I remember people were were like, oh my god, the world's gonna end and we're gonna annex Mexico and we're gonna have this thing called the Amero and you know the conspiracy people and all, all this, you know, all this nonsense, right? Guess wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we got four minutes left before we hit an hour, and I don't want to stretch this too long. <laughs> we, you're wait, I've never heard of this. The Amero, the combination Are of Amero. I swear, dude, I'm. This is why I call people not from where I'm at. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so this is like. I'm not a disclaimer, okay? I'm not a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm not a conspiracy theorist, okay? I, I just I, I just read a, the comments. I, I I'm a I do. I just read the comments. I swear to God, I, I like I'm an open <laughs> I'm I'm open minded, and I'll be like, okay, tell me whatever you think. So let's hear. And it. then I'll I'll make my own opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So bottom line is that during Bush, people were tripping, right? Okay. For eight years. We we lived. We got through it, right? Still here. And then during Obama, the you know people were tripping. Different people, right? Guess what? Still here. Still, still here, right? So we will overcome. Fucking stay strong, America. We got this. But, you know, hey, wash your hands. Don't be don't be a dirty asshole. Wash you know? your fucking and, hands, boy. That's right. And, and and you know what? At the end of the day. Once the dust settles on all of this, the difference between us and other countries is we all are going to be watching this thing like a hawk to make sure that our civil liberties aren't being encroached upon. And, you know, like that whole crap that happened with the Patriot Act. Oh, Lord. Remember after Bush, right? Finally, a lot of those, thank, you know, thank God for Snowden, <laughs> you know, hey, blowing dude, the hey, off that stuff. I feel like me, you will be a good match uh, in person. I, and for those listening, me and Robert have never met in person. I actually found yeah. we actually found Robert through Metal Coffee PR. Uh, I think out of Oklahoma, hey, if I'm not mistaken. West. Yeah, West Moose. Moose. I haven't been digging in my Google Drive much, but I but we found uh, over enemy in the Google Drive. Google. 
So we found them in the Google Drive because we get a we got an email a constant contact list that sends to us. We get bands all the time from Moose, and it, it's just it, it's so I don't know not surreal, but it's just really cool that you and I have never met, but we've been talking for an hour as though we were best friends. And it is the more that you That's open we're Texans, man. <laughs> the more that you open your mouth, the more I just want to like have a beer with you. It's impressive. Well, I'm drinking a beer right now, so technically we're having a beer. I've actually finished all of my crown in this glass. I think that's that's my <laughs> that's my uh, I know when to end the show is when the crown glass is empty. But dude, Robert, I greatly appreciate you, man. This is I'm probably gonna air, air this as its own episode instead of combining it with a uh, uh, oh, another sweet. one. Yeah, because I mean, so can I plug our our website? And stuff no, in? yeah, yeah. I'm totally going to give you a chance to give you all the social oh, shout outs. Okay. I just I just wanted to say uh, for everybody listening, thank you very much. We at the podcast cannot do what we do without people like Robert and and the the the, the folks in Overt Enemy and all of the other locals and nationals that we talk to or have been able to uh, get a hold of here in the quarantine, the locked in the closet sessions. Like I said, you, you've heard it here first from Robert. He's down in the RG. The RGV, and he is actually hasn't been too affected uh, because he already works from home. He has a telecom, I guess, telecom communication uh, background or job right now. But Robert, if you could uh, finish out the show with where everybody can go and find you on the socials and how they can support you if they have the financial means to do so. Right on. I appreciate that. So first of all, thanks for uh calling me up and including us, you know, on the podcast. Yeah, no worries, man. Uh, a sh- shout out to uh, Leo, Slayerella, Jaime, Matt, John, Josh, everybody involved, you know, with the, with Overt Enemy and our, our crew and, you know, all of that stuff. And um, our heart goes out, man, to all the bands and, and the, the crew people and the venues and everybody in our circle you know in our sphere in, in musicians worldwide you know uh, uh you know we're we're all in, in the same boat and, and in this together and this is gonna pass we made it through 9-11 we made it through a lot of things man and we'll we'll get through this and you know i think things will be different but hopefully better you know long term right so yeah. we'll get there but you can find everything out about over at enemy booking info music Links to all of our social media platforms because we're everywhere. Just go to overtenemy.com and that's the hub for everything. Just go to overtenemy.com. We're on all the streaming platforms. We've got a YouTube channel. We've signed up for our mailing list. We got Wicked Awesome merch. That's how you guys can really support us right now. Is, uh, we're doing a really cool thing where you buy a shirt. We're going to give you all of our music uh, on a digital download for free. You're going to get an out. Yeah, and, and you're gonna get a uh, album liner credit in a of when we we put out our full length. Oh shit! It'll have a special a special thanks section, and I I, I got this idea from Crowbar. Uh, they're one of their not this last album, but the one before. They did a thing like that to raise money, to, I guess, to help put the album out. And um, I'm in the special thanks on Symmetry and Black on on, on their their record dude that's cool. impressive oh so, you know what not to not to, and i'll let you finish out but i just spoke to brian of a local uh instrumental progressive band called alter mind they crowdfunded and basically are doing uh similar same thing if you contributed to uh their crowdfund then you are in the, the liner notes so that's that's pretty yeah, neat, man i really appreciate you guys yeah doing exactly that. yeah so yeah we're not doing like a fancy you know go fund me or whatever it's like hey you know buy a shirt and you know we'll we'll hook you up with some cool stuff and uh gonna get you fitted out with some overt merch that's right well robert man i have had this is probably one of the best 62 63 minutes i've spent uh during the quarantine sessions um and tell your wife that i my wife yeah she'll be okay (laughs) uh so (laughs) <laughs> she fucking uh, she doesn't even subscribe to the podcast, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the world oh, I live hey, in. Hey, before but before we wrap up, too, uh, shout out to my kids, to Logan, Travis, to my wife Deanna. Yep, shout Love out to the kids so much. That too, gotta do it. Yeah, actually, um, I and I feel really, really bad. This is just between me, you, and the fourteen people listening. 
I thought I heard my kid crying. Now, mind you, it's 11 something at night. And I'm like, why is my kid up? Well, maybe she's having a bad dream. And I look in the corner of my eye and she's standing in the doorway, just bawling her eyes out. And so I had to like hurry up and mute the mic. And I was like, what's the problem? She's like, daddy. And I was like, can you please leave? I need to wrap up this show. So, oh my, no, Dude. no, no, it's totally you fine. Been, hey, bro, uh, I could have just rambled on about it. You'd be like, hey, talk more about that mesh Wi Fi. <laughs> no, it's no, she, her, <laughs> 30 her, minutes later, yeah, yeah, her, no, no, this was literally just like 30 seconds ago. She, she, you know, her and my wife, they, they totally understand that, that, that what I'm doing here locked in the closet is, is, is for a better purpose. You know, it's, it's not just me having a hobby, it's me having a hobby plus, you know, it's, yeah. Making, making sure that overt enemy gets, you know, in contact and has some content for their fans and vice versa. Make sure that the podcast fans have something to listen to about local and regional metal here in, here in Texas. So, uh, we're just going to end on this somber note that, uh, my child is crying for me right now. <laughs> and, uh, Damn, bro. And, nah, it's, it's all good, man. But uh, like I said, we, we've chat, we've had a solid hour of, of, of just, how this was a good time. Yeah. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you sent me a text. At first, I got your your message on Facebook, and yeah, I was like, the "This is random that? guy that wants to talk to me on the phone." Or on the phone. So you had some random dude at like ten o'clock at night. Hey, you got time for a phone call? Hey. New Facebook. Who this? And then you texted me, and I have you in my phone. Is Ryan ATX Metal Podcast? And then, I, and then I was like, "Oh, doll." It, no, I got yeah. Because as soon as I te- as soon as I messaged you, I was like, "Oh shit!" He, I, you know, I got his phone number. I'll just message him over here. And I got you in my phone is over enemy yeah. Robert, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, hopefully this all clears up, man, and we'll be we'll be at Come and Take It Live uh, later on this year. Uh, we had a show lined up that hadn't been announced yet. I don't know what'll happen, so we'll see. But we will be up that direction. You know, shout out to the RGV metal scene, man. They got the best metal fans down here. A bunch of great fans. Oof, so. man. I've been, I've had this, uh, I've had this thing in the back of my head. I want to do a little project and I really hope no one steals it from me. I'm just going to go ahead and put my little uh, uh, hashtag TM on it. I want to do what's called Rep Your City Tour. And I've been trying to figure out the logistics of it. And I want this to be a community effort. And Dude, will you bring down your 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 rig and and record some video and stuff at a show, man? I'll throw a show if you'll do it. No, yeah, dude, I would love to travel with this fucking. That would be the shit. With this, as long as I have a fucking cat a cat five hookup, know what I'm saying? Might need to record it and then play and for later. No, we and, and that's the thing. We can pre-record. <laughs> it's all multicam. So yeah. I mean, I oh, mean, the cool thing go. the cool thing is about the the Sling Studio is a <clears> you can pre-record with multicam. Or if you'd like, you can go live at the same time and on Restream.io or Caster. You can stream to YouTube Live, Instagram Live, Twitter, Twitch, wherever. It's real. It's an amazing nice. piece of gear. Yeah, we should do that, man. A little barbecue. You can crash here at the house. That'll work. I, I, me, I'm pretty sure Chris will be along. I I can't speak for him right now because he's not in my presence. Uh, I'll shoot him a message and let him know. I'm pretty sure he could get out of the house and whatnot after all this is over. But Hopefully. no, man, it's just it, it's just. <laughs> I'm Hopefully I'm just I'm over. just so happy with 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 doing this because like I said it's like I was at work today for uh, eight hours, but I only got paid for five of those hours just based off how I get paid. Ooh. Yeah, but but I mean you know what? There's people out there not making any money. True so, that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna hate on having the uh, uh, available option to go to work and actually earn a earn a living uh, because I know some yeah, of the Americans. We are very- uh, so We're very blessed. Yeah, so many people out there are suffering right now. I just refinanced my house. I don't owe a mortgage payment for two months just because I'm paying attention to the fucking local news and the NPR station because they give you relevant information. And when I heard that the fucking federal, the Fed chairman was dropping interest rates, I'm like, here comes refinance companies. And the next thing I know, I was thinking about that too. <laughs> I have saved yeah. myself $1,800 for the next two months just, just for right. signing 13 fucking papers. Actually, more is like 31, but... Uh, but anyway, Robert from Overt Enemy down in the RGV. If you don't know them, you need to you need to go check them out on the social medias. Go check them out at OvertEnemy.com. I'm pretty sure that's where you can find anything. Hit them up on Spotify. We have them in our Texas Metal Spotify playlist. So go check it out. ATXMetalPodcast.com. I'm sorry, ATX Metal Podcast. All for all of our socials. And if you want to just go check out our websites, ATXMetalPodcast.com. Uh, Robert, thank you very much. This has been 
this actually this conversation went a lot better than I thought. I don't take that disrespectfully, uh, just because we've never had an interaction like this before. So it's kind of hard to, you know, figure out how it's going to go until you really get into it, you know. Yeah. But thank not, you. Not awkward and weird at all. <laughs> Except for that one three second pause we just had. <laughs> <laughs> that was on purpose. Nah, but um, but no. Thank you, Robert, and tell <laughs> all of the o- all the overt family that we're here supporting them in any way that we can, and we look forward to you guys coming up to the Austin. Sweet brother, appreciate you guys, man. All, all right. right, have all a good night. All right, you too, man. And go uh, go hug your kids, man. I'm gonna go hug mine right now. Sounds like a plan, man. Talk to you later. All right, later, buddy. Bye.